The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, July 28th edition Nine games slate on tap tonight as one has already been canceled, postponed, as you should know by now. Marlins, Orioles, still not happening. It's uh, always fun right after you finish recording a podcast when all the news starts breaking. Hope everybody stays healthy. That's the most important part with this whole scenario. But the, the Marlins game got canceled. The Phillies-Yankees game got canceled for good God. They had a rain out in Cleveland. It turned uh, into quite the cluster last evening, which uh, is going to be a lot of days on uh, in this pandemic world we live in with weather and everything else it's just all one thing after another not to mention crappy pitching all across the diamond last night and it gets worse tonight it's gonna be a quick show quick show because it's really hard to recommend any pitching it's all about them bats tonight and we differentiated last night playing a lot of royals i said royals tigers game stack is in play and boom goes dynamite and then all of a sudden uh reds and uh the cubs decide to go off the brewers come back and make it a game so there's a lot of offense last night should be a lot of offense in play again tonight on tonight's nine-game slate of action. Let's look at your totals on tonight's slate. We have the uh, Brew Crew Pirates totals nine and a half. Cardinals Twins ten. D-backs Rangers nine. Dodgers Astros nine. Rockies A's ten. Mariners Angels nine. And we're still waiting for a few other ones as there's all kinds of goofy pitching matchups. When we break it all down, you got like the the Mets and the and the Red Sox are both throwing guys that have never pitched past double A tonight. We have openers all over the place. Uh, Detroit and Kansas City is a mess. Uh, it's it's ugly, folks. It is ugly in this uh, pandy world we live in here. So let's just get at it. Nine games, like I said, your top price pitcher is Walker Bueller at eleven three, which usually we'd be running to play. And on this slate, I still kind of want to. I know he's at Houston. Houston, very good offense. I get it. The biggest concern with Walker Bueller, especially priced at 11-3, is they're saying he might only go like four-ish innings, give or take. But we saw Glass now do that last night, and we saw him get 23, 24 points or whatever he got. If Bueller can do that on a night where there's no pitching, there's plenty of bats, plenty of value. Do not worry about that. Then Bueller at 11-3 becomes much more intriguing. Ideally, you want Bueller at 11-3 to have the handcuffs off and just run wild. But that's just not going to be the case tonight. He's probably going to go... 80-ish pitches, give or take. Maybe there's a report that things change, but uh, interesting angle for him there. But, yeah, give me some Walker Bueller at 11-3 if you want to get weird up top. The other guy up top, and you got to really, really brace for impact on this one, is Mr. Kyle Gibson at 9700 bucks at home against the Arizona Diamondbacks. An Arizona Diamondbacks team that can hit the ball well. We've seen him struggle at times in San Diego. We've seen him struggle at times, period. 
lots of swing and miss in that offense. You got Gibson coming off a of season last year, tracking over 21%. We saw the picks Mitch change. We, we mentioned him going to Texas, a, a more pitcher-friendly ballpark than he was pitching in in Minnesota. We saw in the um, ramp-up games, the pitch mix continue to change as we hoped it would. We saw it happen with Lance Lynn and Mike Miner when they came over last year. We were hoping it would happen with Kyle Gibson. It did. Small sample, obviously. But on this slate, we're looking at anything we can garner here. We have an Arizona team that last year struck out 23% or 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, Gibson had a 13% stri- uh, swinging strike rate and almost a 52% ground ball rate last season. So there's a lot to like there with Kyle Gibson. What's not to like is the price point. That's for darn sure. $9,700. For Kyle Gibson doesn't sit well with anybody. Again, on this slate, though, pretty solid matchup, so I have no problem going Kyle Gibson's route. Then other than that, like, it's brutal. I, I really can't pay for the Merrill Kelly in that matchup. Homer Bailey at home against St. Louis. St. Louis is swinging the ball, the bat, really well in Minnesota. I'm going to pass. Carmart, I would be willing to gamble on Carmart at 88. Check the info on pitch counts. That Minnesota offense is just a juggernaut, the bomba squad, as we know. But in the GPP, Carmart's got filthy stuff. If you want to get weird in the GPP, I'm fine with that. It's just brace for impact against Minnesota. But 8800 bucks, I get it. The next guy I would look at is Zach Davies. Now, the thing with Zach Davies, massive pitch-to-contact guy, strikeout rate around 18%, maybe a little lower last season. Doesn't get a lot of strikeouts, but he does face a Giants team in AT&T Park, Mr. Uh, Pitcher's Ballpark there. That's a phenomenal matchup. We want to target the Giants early and often. We saw him in L.A., there's triple-A teams that have better offenses than the San Francisco Giants. That's just plain simple. And they're not even having a season this year, and they're still better than the Giants. So um, give me Zach Davies at 8,000. Giants last year struck out almost 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. This offense isn't going to be much better this year. It might be worse. A lot more youth in there, a lot more swing and miss. So Davies at 8,000, definitely in play tonight. And, like, I'm not playing Framber Valdez versus the Dodgers. The Dodgers can just smoke lefties, and Valdez got smoked by right-handed hitting last year. So that's a scary scenario. Daniel Mingdon, I'll pass. And then you got these just messy, messy situations. Um, Sensatella against Oakland. I can see some appeal there at 6,600. Sensatella outside of Colorado does have some upside. Um, it, you know, big time pitchers parked there in Oakland. If you really need to at 66, you could. But the guy I'm looking at down here is Josh Lindblom at 5,100. If you just want to say screw it, like if you want to go with Bueller or you want to go with Davies or even Kyle Gibson, you can get Lindblom and still get all the bats you want. Uh, Lindblom's coming his first start uh, since 2016. His first appearance in the bigs in 2017. Obviously, spent the last two seasons in Korea. One of the better pitchers in the KBO. I believe he's a KBO Cy Young winner once or twice over there. ERA below like three around two five both seasons. Really nice pitch mix he developed in Korea. Pitching in Pittsburgh, we know is a very good pitcher's ballpark. 5100 bucks. He doesn't have to break the bank for you. If he can give you five innings, maybe six, and get you the dub, which he could because Derek Holland. Good old Dutch oven is pitching across from him. That should help the Brewers get some runs on the board and get some good win equity for Limbo. There's four points there. He picks up the W. We're just speculating. Go rack up maybe four or five Ks, maybe six or seven. You never know. You might get lucky, feel frisky, and um, get the job done for 51. That just seems like a phenomenal punt. That's something we love to do on this show is find some nice punts at the pitching position for your GPPs. I don't even hate it for cash at that price point. Pitching was so bad last night. I saw guys in the uh, FSD Slack chat showing screenshots of people that won tournaments, not from the Slack chat, but other places that uh, they won with zeros from their pitcher. They pitched Mike Montgomery, but they had all the bats and still won tournaments, put up like 230 points, stuff like that. So it's very doable in this era of just bad pitching, which we will have tonight. So Limblum at 51, very much on brand. And Yancey Eaton agrees. So we are good there. 
Um, so Bueller, Gibson, if you're going high, just beware. Bueller's they're going to limit him, but if he can somehow sneak in five innings, that's groovy. That's good stuff. Uh, Gibson, but then Davies against the Giants, Lindblom versus the Pirates. That's where I'm looking right now. There's a couple guys I mentioned, like Carmart in a GPP if you really want to get different. Uh, Sensatella I could see with a little bit of appeal, but other than that, you know, Kansas City, they don't, you know, Jorge Lopez after an opener against Detroit. I, I, I'm loving Detroit and Kansas City again tonight. I'm just going to be pretty honest with you there. The wind's blowing out to 12 miles an hour to left field in Detroit. So that's going to, the ball's flying last night. It'd be flying again tonight. Just be, be ready for that one. Let's go to the bats on this quick hits edition as we're going to run through this one. Catcher's position, it's uh, a little steep up top. Will Smith, if he gets the nod against Valdez, not bad at 43. Christian Vasquez has been hitting the ball better than most of the Red Sox consistently, at least. They, they're kind of waking up, but Vasquez swinging it really, really well against the lefty Peterson. The caveat when I was digging in on these guys last night, Peterson hasn't pitched past double A. He's a lefty, can get hit once in a while. More of a ground ball pitcher than a fly ball pitcher, which really kind of, you, you if he was a fly ball pitcher, which we'll talk about another lefty, that is, we'd be really, really loving the Red Sox. But I still like him in the green monster, the nerves for Peterson. You can only imagine they get that Mets bullpen. Vasquez at 42, he's one of the pieces in that Boston stack that always gets forgotten. So don't don't forget Vasquez if you want to kind of differentiate a popular Boston stack tonight. Uh, a few others down here that I really, really will be targeting yet again. I was all over him last night. And that'll be Salvi Perez at 2800 bucks. He went deep last night. He continues to hit the ball very, very well to start the season. And he's facing Ronnie Garcia, who is another guy that's uh, making one of his debuts. And Garcia has a humongous fly ball rate. Gave up a ton of home runs last year. Uh, so, yes, the Royals. Did I mention I like the Royals already? Because, yeah, I like the Royals. And Salvi Perez at 2800 bucks. great way to like the Royals. Just going to throw that out there. First base position, big meat Pete. He uh, he killed some uh, cardboard cutouts above the monster last night, and he had he had no sense, no ill will, no no hard feelings. But he said it's their fault they were in the way. So um, he's going to do it again tonight, or he might just clear it all. He might hit the parking lot tonight because they're facing uh, Mr. Uh, Matt Hall of Boston, lefty who loves to give up the long ball. He pitched a little out of the bullpen uh, last year and, and made an occasional start for the Red Sox. He had a home run in the fly ball rate over fifteen percent, around sixteen or seventeen. With the Sox last year. In AAA, he had one that was close to 22% last year. And you're telling me Big Meat Pete? It might only be a couple at bats because Hall might not make it long in this game, but uh, that's a great one. 5500 bucks for Alonzo. Yeah. Yahtzee. Uh, Matt Olson, 46 for Sensatella. Not too shabby. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, like Homer Bailey had this discussion yesterday with someone when we were trying to navigate this minefield of pitching. I really liked Homer Bailey last year when he was pitching in Oakland. When he left Oakland, it was ugly. One key caveat, Oakland's band box for great, great pitching. Now you take him out of there, you go to Minnesota where the ball flies, different. And the, the Cardinals are actually swinging a pretty pretty hot sticks right now. Goldie's one of them. So Goldie at 45, St. Louis will be one of those stacks that are going to be very, very intriguing tonight when you have the popular Mets, Red Sox. You got, you got uh, the, the Royals, which is really strong. Lots of real good angles to go. You're going to have a Cardinals team that's going to get overlooked on this slate. At least that's what it feels like for now. And that's one that you can definitely look to exploit against Homer Bailey in this matchup. Lefty's 277, righty's 364 versus Homer Bailey last year. So that could be an angle to go with Goldie at 4,500. Uh, if you slide on down for some savings, Max Muncy versus Framber Valdez. Muncy hits lefties very well. Valdez gets uh, lefties hit Valdez much better than righties, but Valdez still has his ups and downs. Muncy could be a nice uh, GPP type play for you there. 
Um, going below 4K, you do have some value in this uh, situation. CJ Cron let me down last night. I don't mind going back at 33. I think there's definitely upside there. If uh, Eric Hosmer is back in the lineup at 32, definitely swinging a well versus Samarja. He could be in play for you as well. But Colin Moran, I mentioned him yesterday. I wrote about him yesterday in the values piece at rotoballer.com. If you want to become a member at Rotoballer, use promo code Bubba for 10% off the premium package of your choice. Uh, Colin Moran's 3K versus Lindblom if you want some savings there. Evan White went deep last night. He's 29, so lots of value at the first base position. Uh, Michael Chavis will be in the lineup. He, he's the, the platoon first baseman versus left-handed pitching. He's $2,700. And then the last guy, he'll be popular, I think, tonight. But uh, Mikel Franco, big night last night. First base, third base eligible is only $2,200. So he's dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. This is why it sucks. I said it yesterday. It'd be nice if there's some big-time pitching because there's a lot, a lot of good um, value plays. And we don't really need him unless you just want to leave money on the table, which most people don't do. But that might be a solid approach tonight because you could have had two cheap pitchers last night that pitched well and stacked the Royals and Tigers and probably left like three grand, four grand on the table easily. And that, that probably would have won you stuff. So something to think about on that one. Uh, second base position, uh, you got Cattell Marte versus Kyle Gibson. Very intriguing in that matchup. I'm not looking to target Gibson, but I, I could get it. I would No one would be shocked if uh, Arizona went to pound town on Gibson. I think Keston here at 43 is a bit of a discount versus uh, Derek Holland. That's a strong spot for you there. If you're stacking Texas versus Merrill Kelly, Ruben Odor at 41, always a good GPP piece in those matchups. Uh, Whit Merrifield, big game last night, only 3,800 bucks tonight versus Garcia and that Troy bullpen. Really strong with Whit, second base outfield eligible in his matchup. Colton Wong's only 36 versus Bailey. I mentioned um, lefties hit like 277, right? He's well over 300 versus Bailey. Colton Wong's a good piece of value and stack. Uh, for the Cardinals, someone to not sleep on in that one. few others when you get cheaper, though. Um, David Fletcher, if Rendon's out again, the lefty Justice Sheffield pitching for Seattle. David Fletcher's only 32 if you need a little bit of savings there. Not not running to play him. There's other guys I like a little more than she, uh, Fletcher, but not a horrible play. Like I'd rather go to $3,000 for Mr. Kiki Hernandez. Second base outfit eligible, strong start to the season. He gets the lefty Framber Valdez. Kiki loves facing lefties. Framber Valdez sucks versus righties. Tomato, tomato. Uh, get some 3K Kiki Hernandez in that one. And then I mentioned Michael Chavis earlier. And then I, I'll keep mentioning him because DraftKings will not change the price. This is going to be a running just segment. Second base shortstop eligible. Jose Peraza at 2600 bucks. Likely hitting. He's either going to hit like leadoff or ninth. And he's 2600 bucks in an offense that should pop off. So enjoy Third base, uh, you got guys like um, Devers, not bad, but Justin Turner at 49 versus Valdez. Strong, strong play there. Uh, J.D. Davis, third base outfit eligible, hit cleanup last night versus a lefty. Should be in the middle of that order again at 4,400. Good piece to pair with guys like Ioannis Espedes and Pete Alonzo and others. And that Mets lineup, 44 for J.D., not too shabby. Manny Machado, only 39 versus Samarja. It's tough. San Diego should just wallop the Giants. They really did. This team is fun to watch. Talked about it with uh, Toby of uh, Batflip Crazy on Sunday night on Bench with Bubba. Uh, they're, they're a great young team. They're in San Francisco tonight, which you usually don't want to target, especially with all these other options on the table. But they should just take care of business. Uh, Machado at 39, very, very cheap in this matchup. Kyle Seager at 34. He's hit safely all season long with uh, like three or four extra base hits, including a home run. Hits lefties extremely well. And Patrick Sandoval, who's going to be uh, opposing him with the Angels, a lefty, has reverse splits. Lefty smoke Sandoval. Lots of home runs against Sandoval. Lots of power versus Sandoval. Lefty, lefty matchup. So Seager at 34 
will be super low owned in that matchup and massive upside. Mentioned Colin Rand at 3K. I think that was about it. If Jed Jericho cracks the lineup, he was hitting like fifth last night for Milwaukee's first base, third base eligible. He's 27 versus Holland. So there's another value if you need it. Shortstop. Oh, man. Fernando Tatis Jr. at 46. This is why with all the value out there and the bad pitching, you can pay up in certain spots and just love life. But Tatis, 4,600, a really strong spot there versus Marja. Corey Seager at 41 is interesting. But Xander Bogart's at 4K. Like, there's such bad pricing on DraftKings. That's why I said you can leave money on the table. Like, I like Tatis at 46, but Xander versus Peterson in that Boston lineup in Boston for 4K, why pay 46? It's just one of those deals that um, it, it doesn't make any sense. Paul DeYoung mentioned righties versus Homer Bailey. DeYoung's 3,700. He's been mashing it to start the season. DeYoung and Goldie combos have been strong. If you just want to do a two-man stack, if not more, they've been uh, playing very, very well for you. Maybe a Yadi Molina. I didn't mention him earlier. But if you're stacking, he's a good piece for stack. I'd, I'd rather one-off with uh, Salvi Perez all day. But if you're stacking St. Louis, um, uh, Yachty becomes much, much more in play on that one. Um, I'm getting to your Gallo call. I just wrote about him on the DraftKings piece. That's free at Rotoballer today. Gallo, 4100 bucks, too damn cheap. So uh, I'll get uh, – you're, you're right on that one, Aaron. Right on that one. All right, a uh, few more things at shortstop. Alberto Mondesi, still 3400 bucks, still too cheap. I know he didn't do much last night, but – he will get off the schneid and enjoy that price point while you can. So if you're stacking Kansas City, he's hitting third or fourth in that lineup still. You can't really sleep on that scenario. And then when you get down cheaper, you know, I already mentioned Jose Peraza's 26. That's just about all you need to know at the shortstop position. Outfield, lock and load, whatever you want. Trout versus Sheffield is money. Yellick versus Holland. Yellick in it. Lefty's just fine. Then you get that Pittsburgh bullpen. If you're stacking Milwaukee, make sure Yellick's in it. But uh, J.D. Martinez versus Lefty at 53. That's your uh, your your best high price play. That's just pretty cut and dry stuff for you there, folks. If you're new to the game, that's uh, a play. Uh, Cody Bellinger at 49, not bad versus Framber. I know it's a lefty lefty, but uh, Bellinger can hit lefties, and that's a bit of a discount there against Mister Framber Valdez. And their bullpen is just gone. Uh, obviously, Ozuna's out, Presley's out. Um, another, va- they're pretty much all rookies right now on the bullpen that they just called up. It's it's wild, wild in Houston. You got Mookie Betts at 47, strong play there versus Valdez. I like that quite a bit. Mentioned uh, J.D. Davis at 44. Jonas Espenis is at 44 as well if you're stacking up the Mets. Uh, if you're stacking up San Diego, I mentioned Tatis earlier, Hosmer, uh, Machado. Tommy Pham's 43, stealing bases with the best of them. So that's a guy to keep in mind as well. If you're targeting Carmart, Eddie Rosario and Kepler, both 42. Interesting uh, price points there. But Joey Gallo, we mentioned him, $4,100 at home against Merrill Kelly. Joey, Joey went deep on Sunday. Uh, Merrill Kelly, lefties light him up. And then on the road last year, he was just horrific. Much better at home. So a guy like Joey Gallo at 41. So I mentioned Rudin Odor earlier. You can stack Texas if you want. I think they'll go kind of under the radar compared to the main spots I mentioned earlier. So Gallo at 41, even if it's a one-off, too cheap. Too cheap. Uh, Ryan Braun, Avisil Garcia, both 4K versus Derek Collin, both strong plays there. Braun, big double to tie things up last night. And Avi hits lefties extremely well also. So both in play for you there. Uh, going down farther, if you are targeting Patrick Sandoval of Seattle, shed long second base outfield at 39. Not too bad in that one. And then it's like Willie Calhoun at 38. Again, if you're stacking Texas, Willie Calhoun versus uh, Merrill Kelly, not a bad value. Uh, Benintendi at 38, lefty, lefty, so beware there, but not horrible. Kyle Lewis is 37, playing strong. I like Victor Reyes, but Jorge Soler at 37. I said he was too cheap yesterday at 38. He went deep and had a big game. He's now 37 tonight. Against Ronnie Garcia and that bag Detroit, I, I might literally make a lineup tonight, leave like 3K on the table. 
because Gallo's 41, Solaire's 37. I know like those other guys up top are really good, but between matchup and price point, there ain't much of a difference, folks. Really isn't. Uh, Low Kane at 3,600 bucks, really solid versus Hall. And he actually led off versus the lefty yesterday, which is good to see. If he's leading off at 36 and you're stacking Milwaukee, do not forget Low Kane. That's a definite spot to uh, to load up on right there. And then when you get cheaper, like Trent Gershon versus Samarja, not a bad value at 35. Not sure you need to go there. Will Myers at 34. Myers loves facing the Giants, so that's something to keep in mind. But not sure you really need to go there. One you should do, especially if you're stacking Boston or you want a value one-off. Kevin Pillar at 3300 bucks. He's been batting fifth versus lefties this season. He's played the two games that lefties have started. He's hit safely in both of them. One three-hit game, one one-hit game with a homer, and he got on base. He scores a few runs, drives in runs. Been super productive versus lefties this year. So 3300 bucks for Kevin Pillar, Pilar, very, very strong in that one. And other than that, you can just kind of pick your poisons on your value. Like Tyler O'Neill's down here. Harrison Bader's down here. Franchi Cordero's down here. Uh, it's basically stacking views. JBJ's down here at 31. Um, depends on where you want to go stack wise. I really don't like Alex Verdugo's 3K. I don't think you need to go down here, but if you want to, tons of value, tons and tons of value. So, recapping your pitching, Bueller, Gibson up top. And just be careful, Bueller's might be held back, should be held back unless they change their philosophy. That's been the, the, the bugaboo this whole time. He's going to be held back a little bit, but maybe they said, you know what, we're going to wait a week to start him. He's going to be our fifth starter. So, maybe we don't have to hold him back now. So, keep an eye on that, see what the buzz is around the industry, around the beat riders. Uh, tonight, mentioned Kyle Gibson at 97, Zach Davies at 8,000, Lynn Bloom at 51 are areas I would go there. Uh, Aaron, something's wrong with Boston. No, that's just what Boston does. That is what they do. They can just do com- lay complete eggs, and then they go and, and uh, just make it happen. That's just crazy stuff there. Uh, Bryce Moose you asks, thoughts on Chris Davis? I like Crush. I really do. I'm a big fan of Crush. Just in that matchup for Sensatella, not as ideal. I like Crush versus uh, lefties. If you're going to stack Oakland and you want to be very contrarian, I think Crush is a very good spot to play him, Bryce. But uh, as a one-off, I think there's much better places to go on this schedule tonight. Much better places. Uh, Aaron asks, fading Boston, rather play Dodgers, St. Louis, Minnesota. I don't hate that. I really don't. Boston's in a great spot. Boston be very popular. That's what I mentioned earlier. Uh, you got these matchups tonight where um, you know Boston – and their matchup's going to be tremendous. Um, the Mets versus Hall. I think the Mets is almost a better play than the Boston side of things, but both uh, very, very strong plays. going to be a very popular game stack in this one. I mentioned how St. Louis and Minnesota could be intriguing. Bailey versus Martinez shouldn't light the world on fire, but uh, you never know. I think Texas is a good stack versus Merrill Kelly. I think that one kind of gets overlooked. But um, the Dodgers versus Framber Valdez is one I'd like to get behind if you want. Um, the A's could be interesting, but probably not running there. I think Seattle versus Patrick Sandoval is also a very, very interesting one. So keep that one in mind. And then, um, yes, give me all the uh, Detroit and Kansas City. I want Kansas City over Detroit, but I want all of it, all of those. Unfortunately, Yancey, you can stack the Rays on FanDuel, but drafting sucks. Yesterday they did, they did the right thing and started the slate about 340 uh, Pacific, 640 Eastern. They're not doing that tonight. We could have about two extra games. They started at 6 Eastern. They could have three or four extra games. But no, DraftKings doesn't like to do these fun things. So uh, FanDuel, you can, though. And if you are, stack up the Rays. No doubt about that, Mr. Eaton. That is a a biggie right there as the Rays have the luxury of facing one Kyle Wright, too. Good stuff. Still young. Still going to have some mistakes. And those Rays will pound all over it with Choi, Tetsugo, Kiermaier, Wendell, Lowe. You name it, they got it. So Yancey's all over that one. But folks, another edition of Quick Hits in the books. 
Uh, as you can tell, I answer the the people watching live. Get to uh, ask questions. And how do you watch live? On my Twitter at BDNTrick. The Periscope is right there for you. Or at the Rotoballer YouTube channel. Yeah, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff on any podcasting platform, preferably iTunes if you could. Join Rotoballer with promo code Bubba to get you 10% off. Lots of great content over there day in and day out. You have a great day too, Yancey. And everybody else, have a great day. It's Tuesday. It's July 28th. It's MLB DFS Quick Hits. I'll catch you guys later.